This episode of Whatever is sponsored by you. You can help support the show by being a Patreon member. Go to www.patreon.com slash whatever with Jason Soto. And for just three bucks a month, you get early access to episodes. Only three bucks a month. Patreon.com slash whatever with Jason Soto. Hello everybody, what is up? Welcome to Whatever with Jason Soto, the comedy podcast that is only allowed to be open at 2% capacity. I am your host, Jason Soto. Hello, welcome one and all. And uh, I'd like to welcome my co-host, my friend, my pal, my good my good pal. Thank you for being a friend. Hey, if you ever get a gift... The biggest gift will be from me, and when you open the card, you'll see. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Mary Mitchell. Hi, Mary. How are you doing today? Hey, Jason. Hello to anyone listening. Hi. That hey, is approximately hello. 10 people that are listening, so hello to the 10 <laughs> people listening. How are you all doing? Okay, uh, before we start, I got a couple things I want to say. Uh, first, uh, go to rabbitholepodcast.com. Uh, that is not only the home of all podcasts that I have my hands in, um, but I am doing written reviews. I think I talked about this last week, but I'm going to kind of expound more on it a little bit. Um, I used to do written reviews back in the day. Uh, I had a review site called Invasion of the B-Movies, uh, where I just wrote bad reviews for bad horror movies. And not to toot my own horn, but it was fairly popular. Uh, I won some meaningless awards that don't mean anything. Like if I put them on a resume, no one's gonna know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, but I did. I did win best horror blog. Thank you very much. Three years running, so I have that going for me. Um, and I think I got funniest blog two years running. I don't know what happened the third year. I must have not been funny that year. Hmm. I have to think about that. Anyway. So I'm doing written reviews now, so if you go to rabbitholepodcast.com, there will be some written reviews uh, called Jason's Awesome DVD Shelf. Uh, basically what I'm doing is I am going through all of my DVDs um, and randomly picking ones and watching them and then writing reviews for them. Uh, it's kind of a way for me to get through all these DVDs I bought that um, uh, that I haven't seen and kind of maybe clear through some of the crap. And uh, so on and so forth. Uh, second thing I do want to mention is uh, I am starting a new podcast. And I think if everything goes according to plan, it should be out by the time this episode is out to the general public. Um, but it's called Between the Scares. And uh, I am co-hosting it with my pal, our friend of the show, Lisa Leahy. And what the the premise of the podcast is, um, there's this guy named Jason Bloom who runs a movie production studio called Bloom House Productions. And he's more famous for doing 
kind of recent horror movies. Like he did the Purge films, he did Get Out, he did uh, Paranormal Activity. Um, what else did he do? He did a bunch. Like basically, kind of any decent horror movie, couple of subpar ones, he did. So I wanted to take a look at this guy's career and his filmography and all of his movies. And I wanted to go in chronological order thinking, oh, you know, we'll start with Paranormal Activity because that was like his earliest success. Turns out that is not his first movie. Uh, he dabbled in romantic comedies about three years before Paranormal Activity. And so I, now because of this project, I have to, to talk about romantic comedies. But I think that's going to be fun. So we're going to do that. Um, I'm going to release those episodes kind of has like a mini sewed. Uh, so it'll be on the same feed as this podcast. So if you're subscribed to us on whatever you're subscribed us to, uh, you know, anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever you will get that episode. We're basically going to do the YouTube route and put our album onto your phone, whether you want it or not. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I never had the phone. I remember people complaining about it. But. Yeah, it was like you two just like put their album on like everyone's iPhone for free, and people really were mad about it. Anyway, um, so it's gonna be on the same feed as this podcast. We're not gonna have a schedule for it. It'll just be kind of whenever uh, we we do it. Um, so the first one should be out by the time you hear this. Uh, but I just kind of want to make a mention of it, so go check that out. Okay, not that's out of the way. Uh, Mary, you had something you wanted to say at the top of the show. Um, yeah, I just wanted to dedicate the show to my friend, World Dominator Drew. He passed away, and it sucks, and he was a great dude, and I love him, and I don't know. That's all I gotta say. Okay. Yeah, well, that's that's perfectly fine. Just uh, yes, our our R I P. Uh, what's the name? Drew. Yeah, yeah. World Dominator Drew. Yeah, yeah. I'm really sorry to hear that. That's uh, that sucks. But uh, yeah, we will dedicate this episode into your memory. So yes. <clears throat> sorry, I had to pause to open up my drink, and I didn't want it to be to ruin the moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um. <clears throat> All right, uh, let's talk about this really quick. Uh, are you a fan of Edgar Wright, Mary? I'm not really sure who that is. <laughs> um, you ever seen Shaun of the Dead? I actually saw that with Drew. That's funny that you said that. Yeah, okay, I, 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 I promise that wasn't planned. I This is really just no, something no, I, 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 I came upon, I came up with. No, but uh, yeah, I did see it. I, I, I thought it was like, okay, I'm not really that... I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I, have, I have no feelings about it one way or another. You know, it's not like I'd say, oh, I liked it, but I wouldn't say that I didn't like it. It was just like, you you know, you just sometimes you see a movie and you go, okay. You know? All right. Well, have you seen his other, like, have you seen, like, Hot Fuzz and The World's End? And No. You didn't see any of those? No. How about Scott Pilgrim versus The World? Definitely not. I actively didn't see <laughs> Okay, <laughs> it's a it's a funny ass movie. It is it's Ugh. it's awesome. I, I fucking love that movie. Like that, that is like that is like my in my top ten favorite movies. Like easily, like I, I it's you really have to give that 
You have to give that a shot because it's a lot more fun than it probably looks. It just looks like a pretentious little hipstery type. Like, oh, we're quirky. Like, I, I don't know the whole the whole thing about it. Just something about it is very off putting to me. Hmm. I, I it's def. Well, okay. So like, there is like hipsters in it, but they make fun of hipsters. The whole movie, it, like, it <coughs> looks, it, it looks like something like along the same lines as like those movies that came out around that time, like Juno. Where it's, it's like, definitely it's, like, not Juno. <laughs> but it's the like, same vibe. Like I get that. It's the same mm, like hipster eh, vibe. I don't know. Nah, I, I, I have to kind of disagree on that because th- those are like two completely separate styles of films. Like, I, I don't know. It, it's just basically Scott Pilgrim was based on a graphic novel and they did such a fantastic job into making that into like a real life graphic novel. And it's so like over the top that it comes back around to being charming and it's just ah, it's just a good movie it's just funny and there's just a lot of great scenes in it and it's 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 the start of the i think it's the start of the unassuming action kick-ass guy because you never would picture in a million years michael Sarah has a kick-ass kind of guy and 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 he's going around kicking people's asses yeah well anyway edgar wright directed that he did a bunch of other stuff anyway I'm bringing this up because uh, I was thinking of stuff we could talk about today, and this fell into my lap like an hour ago, so we're going to start here. Uh, he's known for doing comedies, like Edgar Wright, like, you know, all the movies I've mentioned were basically comedies. He strayed away a little bit when he did Baby Driver. Uh, that was him trying to do like a straight up kind of an action y thriller flick. Um, although there is some comedy in it, but it's not comedy is not the overall blanket <clears throat> um kind of like how oceans 11 like that's more of like a heist thriller but there's some comedy moments put into it it's kind of like that hmm. so anyway edgar wright wanted to do like an actual horror movie because Shaun of the dead is considered a horror comedy uh or as he puts it a horror romantic comedy but like i feel like the romance is like kind of subpar in that movie kind of honestly and i'm gonna have people probably attack me for that because the whole plot of the movie is the dude saving his girlfriend from zombies but i i feel like the the forefront is the friendship between sean and the other guy and then the zombies and then the romance is like third anyway edgar wright wanted to make a straight up horror movie and he released a trailer today for for this movie uh called uh last hang on i already forgot the title <laughs> Last last night in Soho, uh, and in case you couldn't pick up, Edgar Wright is a British filmmaker. He's a British director, and um, this is a very much a British style movie. Uh, I cannot tell with, I, and I like this. And I don't know if I don't know if you like this, Mary, but uh, I kind of like when they do trailers, but they don't give away the movie. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that, and it actually kind of looked interesting. I it, it looked it looked nice too, like the cinematography. Like yeah, it had colors kind of stylized. And then I have no idea what it's about. Like I think it's yeah. about a about a girl who time travels in her sleep to like the '60s England, 
and then it's the people from 60s England start haunting her. I don't know. Like, I can't tell what it's about. (laughs) But I like that. I I I like that. It's intriguing, too. Usually when I see trailers for, like, movies nowadays, it's just a... Like, oh, yeah, you just told me the entire movie in, like, one trailer. Exactly. I hate that. Yeah. Like, I usually <laughs> I try not to watch a lot of trailers unless it's for something I'm really excited for. Um, and I heard, you know, I, I remember him talking about this, like, a, like a year ago, like, pre-pandemic. He was like, I want to make a straight-up horror movie, you know, not no comedy or maybe comedy is very minimal. and But it's going to be a horror movie. And, uh... And then here it's here finally, and yeah, I'm I'm in for it. I cannot wait to see it. It looks awesome, and it looks kind of like a '60s movie. Like I think he did a really good yeah. job, made it look like a '60s horror movie. Like the the scene where like the grass the glass is like kind of cracking all around the girl, that just yeah. reminded me of like like a trailer for like Repulsion or Rosemary's Baby or something. I, no, I agree. I I think that looks pretty interesting too. I'll have to be very intrigued. Yeah, I'm definitely, and it's and this is like the one where they're like only in theaters because the whole thing now nowadays, it's like yeah we're going back to just putting things in theaters. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. Um, so th- so we actually found a movie, a recent movie you would probably go see. Yeah, probably. Would yeah. you go see this in theater? Um, I would see it not because of the movie but i hate going to the movie theater so i would see it at home okay um, gladly but that's not any fault of the movie itself it's just i hate going to the movie theater <laughs> what was the last movie it. what was the last movie you saw in movie theater the disaster artist i think wow really yeah that was uh, well what the hell I was that to, i don't know if it was before or after but like I went to some of those, like, Rift Tracks things that was at the movie Oh, theater. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know if that counts. I mean, it's going to I count movie. that. You're in a movie theater. You're seeing yeah. a movie, technically. Yeah. I count no, that. I, totally I, count I, that. I really hate going to the I used to like it when I was a kid, but <clears> I just cannot stand, like, everybody, like, people, like, munching on popcorn and stuff and, like, whispering people with their fucking cell phones i i get so annoyed with everybody around me like <laughs> when i watch a movie i want to be like completely immersed in it you know okay and it's like if somebody's like sitting next to me and they're like eating a bunch of food wicked loud or something i just oh my god i lose my friggin' mind hmm. <laughs> i like movies at home but yeah i'd see this movie um okay yeah i would um the last movie i saw in theaters honest to god was Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. And that cracks up a lot of people because everyone seems to hate that movie. What, when when was that? That was December 2019. Huh. Oh, that's like right before. Uh, yeah. And and like see prior to all to all this pandemic stuff, I I didn't really go to the theaters much just because it was mainly just cuz there was really nothing that came out that I really needed to see that badly. The only exception I made to that, and you're going to cringe at this because you complain about this all the time, are Marvel movies. Um, I will make an effort to go see Marvel movies in theaters because I fucking love those, and those I feel like need to be experienced on the big screen. Um, and then Star Wars was just because, you know, I'm into Star Wars, and I wanted to see how this movie played out. And uh turns out not everyone liked it. I didn't mind it. I know you don't have an opinion. 
I, I hate both Star Wars. In fact, this morning, I was actually thinking in my head, like, has my hatred for Marvel surpassed my hatred for Star Wars? I don't know, but possibly. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, hating on, like, everything that I love. It's... it's, it's... I, I just... Ugh, we have go, me. You go. You, you know, live your best life. Don't let me. You know. Yeah, like me and you have an interesting dynamic, and in that it seems like everything I love you. Hate. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's weird, but. I, I mean, it's, it's fine. I don't. Think, it's fine. Like people who like that stuff. I, like, it's not like I. I'm not knocking on people when I say that I hate it, but I just truly fucking hate it. You know, <clears> you, just, you just genuinely hate some stuff, and and for me, it's. Marvel and Star Wars. It's, I don't think like people who like it are like dumb or anything. Hmm. You know, it's like you know. All right. But ugh. <laughs> like the cinematic equivalent of like a Big Mac, but it's like oh, instead of having like one Big Mac every now and again, just fucking eat Big Mac all the fucking time, and just that's all you like. It's just ugh. ugh. And this is Sorry. coming from someone who loves McDonald's, so that's an well, no, no. that's an interesting. I love McDonald's, but I don't eat it all the fucking time. I don't need like seven hundred McDonald's meals a month. Like you know, if they if you ate like a fucking McDonald's meal like every fucking time a Marvel movie came out, like holy shit, it's just <laughs> it's like it's like mass produced garbage, and it's like oh we need like more of them. Ugh, don't you were going off about it. like I said, you do you. Live your best life. Love Marvel movies. <laughs> I think they are cancer to cinema. <laughs> Jesus go Christ! Go off. It cannot be that bad. It, can, it, it They are bad. not. They are not that bad. They are not that morning, bad. I saw there. They, there's another one. Mm -hmm. There's another one. Yes, I'm excited for it. I am excited for it. How many of these fucking movies do we need? Okay. You have to. These are based on comic books that's been around oh, for seventy what? years. There's like seventy years of stories. <laughs> yeah, but like it's fucking like ridiculous. Like how many? Of the, it's the same fucking thing over and over again. It's like the bad guys lose, and then at the end, everyone's happy. And how many times can, do you ever get sick of like characters where it's like this guy runs fast, and this guy can do this, and this guy's invisible, and that guy can? It's like. Ugh. Okay, I get it. It's the same to bullshit be over But to be fair, it's okay. It's like CGI. Like, okay, I, okay. Ugh. To be fair, now we're talking about the Eternals trailer. I know nothing about this comic series. I don't know what they're about. I don't know any of the characters. I don't even just, know. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know, know anything, anything about, about the story. And I'm, I'm, I'm talking like about the comics now. I don't know anything about the comics. I've, I was not an avid comic reader growing up. Like a lot of people... Who are into the movies were into the comics. I'm just into the movies. Okay, but like, what about this? Like, okay, for example, Shakespeare, William Shakespeare, he wrote a lot of good fucking stories. There's a lot of fucking stories to adapt and make into movies. What if they just made Shakespeare movies? What if, like, every single year you had fucking 10 movies come out that were all <laughs> Shakespeare movies? And it's like, oh, here's another one. You'd be like, what the fuck? Enough. Like, they. <laughs> I'm just now picturing a Shakespeare cinematic universe where, like, oh. like King Othello and like Romeo and Juliet, like, like know each other. Like, at least it would be creative. Like, I kind of want that now. I kind of want to. I, I want that. Like Shakespeare. I, 
I don't, but I, okay, I'm like a fan of Shakespeare, but I wouldn't want that. You know, I wouldn't want something like, I love, like, you know, it's like, if you just have something, just too much of a good thing makes it bad, you know? I don't, I don't know. I mean, these things make money. Like, they make a shit ton of money. But, uh, but, but, okay. All right. Here's how I, and and this is, you're the exception, because I know you are genuine with your hatred and you do not watch the movies. So this excludes you, okay? Whenever I hear people talk about, oh, they hate the Marvel movies and they don't go see them and uh, whatever, whatever, I always, I call this the Spice Girls effect. Because back in the 90s, late 90s, when Spice Girls were huge, they got a shit ton of backlash and they had all these people were like, ugh, Spice Girls suck. I don't know what anyone listens to them. But they sold like 90 million albums. They were like platinum nine times over. So you cannot have a bunch of people saying they hate it, but then they are like the hugest thing on the face of the planet. Somebody's buying those albums. And if the number of that equates to the number of people who hate them, there's some goddamn liars on this planet. And that's the same thing for these Marvel movies. A shit ton of people go see these movies, and a shit ton of people bitch and complain about them. But somebody's going to go going to see them. Somebody's given Marvel and Disney and yeah, Stan it, it, Lee it's, money. It's almost as if there are millions of people in this world and millions of different opinions, though. Right, know? right, right. I understand that. But the, they, the numbers are equal almost like actually in some cases i feel like the hate sometimes the hatred overrides the like the people who like it and but it's still popular enough and making enough money for all the big heads at marvel and disney to be like make another one these are obviously the same thing with the fast and furious movies okay me and you this is the one thing we have in common we do not like these movies we don't like the ideas of them i've i've only seen the first movie i don't know which ones you've seen um I've not seen any of them. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so, but I am not a fan of these movies. They just look dumb to me. However, there's nine of these currently, plus like a spin-off movie, and they're going to make a tenth one, and I think another spin-off. So, somebody is watching these movies, but there are a shit ton of, shit, but there are a shit ton of people who are complaining about them just like we are. So, yeah, because they're shit. But <laughs> just because some people watch them and a lot of people like them doesn't mean it's not shit. A lot of people like shit. I mean, okay. look at Donald Trump. How many fucking people like Donald Trump? He's shit. Just yes. Like, uh, like millions of people are like, Trump doesn't mean like the people who hate him are lying. But here's the you know? here's the reverse of this. Here's here's what a sanological world would be like. I don't know if you remember a few years ago. Universal was trying to do their own cinematic universe by remaking all the old classic monster movies like The Mummy and Invisible Man and all that. Do you remember that with Tom Cruise? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they made that Tom Cruise Mummy movie with the whole intent of, hey, we're going to start our own movie universe because, you know, Marvel and all that. And it failed. It failed miserably. Like a thou- like a hundred million people went and saw this and then it bombed. Everyone gave it the worst reviews, and they said it sucked, and uh, it just was like, oh, this is terrible. And so then they dropped it. They completely dropped it. <clears throat> so that has to tell you 
that okay, those that has to be. I have not seen it, by the way. Just full disclosure, I've not seen that mummy movie. I do want to check it out to see if it is that bad, because I'm always I'm that person who's curious about when movies get yeah, universally I'm, I'm, panned. Yeah, I have to know. I have to know if it really is as bad as everyone's making it out to be. Um, but I haven't seen it yet. So, but everyone like rose up and agreed that that should not happen. And so Universal said, okay, we're not going to do it. They dropped it. They dropped the whole thing. So in a sane and just universe, if these Marvel movies are as bad as you're saying they are, that would be happening too. Like Iron Man would have, Iron Man would have came out, it would have failed. And then there would be no cinematic universe. Right. But my problem with Marvel, and I don't know about I'm not speaking for other people who hate Marvel, but this is what how I feel about it. And the same thing with Disney. It is the very epitome of, like, capitalist, corporate, money-making fucking schlock. Like, it's a, it, there's, like, it's dead behind the eyes. Like, it's just, like, it's like the biggest corporation shat out a movie and, like, hey... What you know? Look, it's a movie. We didn't put any fucking effort into it. We just made it the same thing over and over again. Did it as cheaply as possible with all this fucking CGI bullshit. And you're gonna eat it up. Like it's just, I hate that corporation capitalist crap. It's like it just feels like they exist to make money. Like they just like, oh, let's just make another one and another one and another one and another. <laughs> it's it's just it's like. Uh, there's nothing I feel like there, it's there's nothing organic about it it's like plastic okay you know alright that's the same thing with that mummy movie that was the you just described every problem everyone had with that the CGI was bad it felt forced they were yeah. trying to make okay well that, that's what Marvel is to but me. then like, why the but then from. in okay so now in your opinion then why did the mummy movie fail but they're still making all these Marvel movies I because people like corporate so was that that was the exact same thing (laughs) that's why i don't i'm not i can't say why other people didn't like a movie what that i've never seen so all i can say is i think marvel is corporate schlock okay that's all i can say i can't say like oh well the mummy failed because these people didn't like it because i can't speak for other people and i've never seen the mummy so i have no fair opinion on that Fair. I do that's have fair. an opinion on Marvel movies, which they are capitalist corporate. Now, what Marvel movie have you seen? None, because I wouldn't see them. They look the same. Okay. They're unappealing. <laughs> it, there's nothing appealing to me about superheroes. There's nothing appealing to me about CGI. There's nothing appealing to me about just <clears throat> like formulaic. Like this guy can do this, and then the the good guy wins in the end. Like I I like stories about like you know like actual creative things like i i can't just it just feels so forced and fake and like crap like you know like what what the fuck am i gonna care about aquaman for you know like what the fuck am i gonna care about a wonder woman with her golden lasso wow she can do it's like a toy you know it just feels like children's toys you know my whole point with the mummy thing was that the Marvel movies must have something going for them beyond they must beyond I speak for why other people like Marvel movies because I'm not other people. I understand that. I can speak for as myself. I get yeah I don't yeah. Like them. I'm just because I'm just trying to like kind of get you to see like there might be a shining light to the Marvel movies. There's more to 
to what you might be seeing. If other people like Marvel movies and they think that they're wonderful in the epitome of cinema, that's fine. I hope people enjoy it. But in my opinion, I just think that they're shit. That's all I can say. Like, I can't, like, say, like, oh, well, maybe in, you know, one day I'll, I'll learn to like Marvel movies. I don't like them. You know? It's, and that's fine. I don't, I just don't like them. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm just, only, the only really thing I was just really trying to say was because you were just going on about, like, the CGI and the same story and all that stuff. I was just trying to say that, like, there's something different to the movies that you're not seeing. You're just seeing like the surface level of it. There's more in depth to each one of these movies. Like each one of these movies represents something different. Like, you know, one of them deals with like grief. One of them deals with like bearing responsibility. One of them is like about depression. One of them is about like, you know, losing like, loved one if not several loved ones like there's a lot of depth into a lot of these movies that don't get a lot of credit for and it is just more than just people in spandex fighting overpowered uh bad guys like there's a lot more to it but but all those themes could work well in my opinion in a different movie without people with superpowers i don't i'm not interested in people with superpowers it's just like i said it feels like a kids toy you know it's like oh and they are kids toys like it's i i literally feel like i could go down to walmart and find toys of these characters that are in a movie that i'm supposed to take seriously i can't do it like i i just you know i'm glad people have fun with them but i've just i just can't do it it drives me cr- i just i don't know i just think that there there's too many of them you know, I mean, if, like, if they had like a reasonable amount of them, it's like, OK, yeah. Like, for example, I don't give a shit about like Western movies, but there's like a fucking million of them. Like, <laughs> you know, like there's like, would you like what if the big thing now was Western movies? Would you be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I'm glad that they're like putting out like 50 Westerns a year. Like, it's just it's a genre I don't like that is saturating movies like i that's you know I, like i don't understand why that's people can't uh, i just don't like the genre i don't like superheroes there's too many of them i don't like cgi i don't like actors that are only in movies because they are conventionally attractive i don't like that it's just not my thing you know okay okay i'm not i'm not deriding you for your opinion i understand it's fine i, I i'm just i'm just trying to get across the point that it's one thing to be like I it's that's not for me I understand because there are movies you love love to death and swear are the best things in the face of the planet that I'm gonna look at and be like that's boring as fuck <laughs> okay that's fine. okay go off about how boring as fuck it I'm is. just I think it's the worst thing in the world it doesn't yeah I you. yes I I 100% agree with you I'm just trying to make the point that it seems like it sounds like you don't like those movies because of what you said, CGI and actors and stuff. And I'm just trying to say there's more to it than that. That that's not all the movies are. That's all I'm trying to say. That's fine, but I. The, it's I, okay I, if you don't want to watch them. The I'm like, as 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 know, long as I get my point that there's more to it than just that. That's yeah, that's all I'm trying to say. Fine. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Like, that's all I'm trying to say. I just don't like Marvel movies. Because you. Just- <laughs> 
if I committed some sort of like I just don't I just don't like when like, people write things off because of surface level stuff. No, but I just don't like it. There's nothing in there. Like it's not like I would go see like fucking Aquaman or or Wonder Woman and then be like, wow, that was a really deep experience because it's just cat. It's just I. I'm, yeah. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm not trying to get you mad, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like the cinematic, it's like a fucking, like Martin Scorsese says, it's a fucking amusement park ride. It's fine, but it's not, like, true cinema, like, you know, like, there's no, like, it's like, just, oh, like, flashy CG, it's just, I don't know. It's, and, like, okay, and I guess the other thing that I'm trying to say is... It is absolutely 100% fine that you do not like these movies. You do not want to watch them. I am okay with that. I'm not going to... I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Because I don't like Star Wars. Yeah, I'm not... I just don't like Star Wars. It's fine. I I swear to you, I'm perfectly okay with you not liking these. I'm not going to make you watch them. I'm not going to defriend you or fight you or hang up this call right now just because of that, okay? I'm not going to do any of that. I'm just trying to present a case... That they're not that they're not as what you say they are, and as long as that is clear and it sounds like you get the point, so yeah. we're good. We're good on that. <laughs> so we are good. I also am of in this kind of a separate thing. I don't think every single movie, and I'm not saying you're saying this. This is just something I'm just coming up with. I don't think every movie needs to be like this deep art housey fancy type of movie i think dumb movies should exist as well <clears throat> yeah but they shouldn't but we don't need like 500 of them a year you know what i mean like like there there used to be like an equal ratio like back like before the superhero thing the superhero plague took over cinema there used to be like a fairly balanced like you know for the people who like the the art house movies there's some of those going on in the same theater and then there's you know people who like the superhero thing once in a while there'll be a superhero movie but this is like every fucking week there's another one you know like it's just like okay i fucking and i don't understand the appeal of them like i just it's just you know i don't know like it Hmm. too much too much (laughs) okay okay i'm trying to think of like Alright, so Iron Man came out in 2008, so that was the start of it. So I'm trying to think back to earlier than that. Like, what movies were out in theaters? I'm going to do a quick Google search. This might be some dead air in a minute here. I'm going to see what movies came out in 2007. And I want to just see what the ratio is from fancy art house type movies to... And it's, I'm, not, I'm not saying art house like that's the only genre that I want to exist I'm saying literally any other genre other than superheroes. Like, I'm not saying, like, well, in 2007, there weren't enough art house movies. It could be any, it could be romantic comedy. It could be, you know, dumb comedy, whatever. Any genre that's not superheroes. That's what I'm saying. Can I just get your opinion on this? Yes. These are the top 10 highest grossing films from 2007, all right? This is a year before Iron Man came out, all right? Okay. So I just want to get your opinion on this. Let me tell you, just tell me what you think. All right, here's. Let's go backwards. Number ten was three hundred. Didn't see it. Okay, but you know, you know about I it. I know what it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number nine was National Treasure: Book of Secrets. With that's uh, the Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, okay, that's fine. that's yeah, the sequel. Movie. Yeah. All right, number eight was the Simpsons movie. 
Okay, comedy. Yep. So number seven was I Am Legend. That was an action. Was that the that Will was like, Smith one? It was a Will. Yeah, it was like a. It was kind of hard. I, I didn't want to call it. A, I guess it was a horror movie because it was about yeah. like kind of about like zombie vampires or something, and it was like the end of the world, and it was like a sci-fi thriller horror, I guess. Yeah. So, so that okay. actually for that genre, that's actually not bad for it to be a number seven of ten movies from a whole year. That's that's kind of crazy. Number six was Ratatouille. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Uh, number five was Transformers, the the live action Michael Bay one. Oh God, it's starting. <laughs> <laughs> number four was Shrek the Third. Okay. And in a sane and just universe, that would probably be number three. But you know what number three is? What? Spider-Man 3. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> now, that's See, the... This is 2007, and this is going on. Like, you went back further than Iron Man, and this is, like, already becoming a thing. Like, how fucking many years is this superhero thing going to go on? Like, if you can find, a, like, a year that has no superheroes, mm, that's what I want. That's what let's I want to find, is a year that has no superhero well, movies that's... in the top ten. All right. Holy shit. Oh, wait. Let me continue that list. Hang on. Uh, Spider-Man. Uh, number two was Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Okay, yeah. And the number one was Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, which was, like, I think the third one in that what series. A, what a shit list. Like, like <coughs> aside from, like, Ratatouille and, like, uh, yeah, those mm. movies, that's a, that's a really shitty list of movies. Okay, so you're not a fan of any of those, I take it. No, 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 no. Okay. God, movies have... Uh, Alright, so, okay. Go to... back to, like, 1976 like, or 75. <laughs> well, like, okay. You see, like, okay, good, that's a great movie. Yeah, that one, too. Yeah. Um... Back, remember back in the 70s, like, they had Star Wars... But there are also like other movies going on, you know. Let's do. Let's do nineteen seventy nine. What? Nineteen seventy nine. I'm gonna go to nineteen seventy nine. Let's let's see what was huge in nineteen seventy nine. This is before you and I were even born. All right. Okay. Here we go. Top ten movies from nineteen seventy nine. Okay. Number ten was the Muppet movie. Awesome. (laughs) Okay. Number nine was Moonraker. Didn't see it. James it James, James Bond movie. It's a James Bond movie. Oh, okay. Uh, number eight was The Jerk. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, number seven is Ten. The Boderick Boderick movie. Oh. The Dudley yeah, Moore right, Boderick. Yeah. Uh, Blake Edwards <laughs> yeah, wrote it. That was so high grossing. <laughs> uh, number six was Alien. Yes. Uh, number five. Oh, the Star Trek, the motion picture. All right. I, I'm not a Star <clears throat> Trek person, but fine. Uh, I am not a fan of that movie. That is the most boring goddamn movie I've ever seen I, in, in my fucking life. Really been able, yeah. And like Star Trek is... I like Star Trek. Really? I do like Star Trek. I'm not a... I'm not... I don't know why everything gets divided. Why everything's like, oh, you gotta like Star Wars or Star Trek. Just like fucking both of them. It's okay. Like both things. It's fine. The same thing with like DC and Marvel. Like, yeah, go, ahead. Like, um, go ahead. 
like some of the ones with like the old ones with like William Shatner, just because they're like campy, fun to watch. Yeah, but, exactly. Like, stuff like the the Star and, Trek Next Generation like stuff. I oh my god, it's so. Uh, and like, some Star Trek movies are actually good. Like Wrath of Khan is like an amazing movie. Voyage Home is like one of my favorite. Mo- like that's also probably my top ten movie. <laughs> I got a weird top ten, in case you guys hadn't noticed. <laughs> but you don't uh, like the Star Trek movie. The one I don't like the first Star Trek movie. Huh. It is very boring. It's very dry. <laughs> not a whole lot happens in it. And it's like two and a half hours long. And it did not need to be. And I swear to you, I swear to God, that movie, the first movie only exists, has like porn for Star Trek fans. Because there's literally <laughs> a five minute shot of the Star Trek Enterprise leaving Doc. And it is goes on forever. And there's like multiple angles of the ship, and it's it's like, oh my god, I get it. The ship is leaving dock. Please go do something. <laughs> so no, I am not a fan of the first movie, just because the script was just terrible. The rest after that, you're right. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, the rest of the series, like I said, part two. It's it's actually there's the common theory is that the even number of Star Trek movies are the best ones. And that's, in my opinion, is accurate. Because 2 is great, 4 is great, 6 is decent, and then beyond that, then it gets kind of questionable. Okay, number 4 is Apocalypse Now. You mentioned that. You, you talked yep. about Apocalypse Now. So, And number good 3 movie. number three is Rocky 2, which, yes, that's a fine, that's a good movie. Uh, number 2, this is surprising, because horror movies do not typically get this much praise, but the Amityville Horror is number 2. And like the original one with like James yeah. Brolin and I can't think what her name yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. Like like that's amazing that a horror movie was a number two highest grossing film like ever. Like that's amazing. And yeah. number one is Kramer versus Kramer. Oh god, that movie was so boring. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen that- it. I have not seen it. Oh my god, I saw that because, like, you know how it's, like, always regarded as, mm-hmm. like, one of the big, like, yep, greatest yep. movies yep, ever? Yep, yep. I, like, I remember I was, like, trying to see, you know, like, when I was going through a period of seeing all the greatest movies ever, I, like, rented that to see what the hype was. It was so boring. It was, like, just, like, a divorced couple, like, fighting over comedy. Yeah, it's, like, a law and, drama, like, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was, like, why <clears> does this movie exist? This is so boring. But yeah, but that list is way better than the 2007 one. Like, there are way better movies on that list than in the fucking 2007. All right, I need you to give me a random year in the 90s. I just want to see something. Give me, like, nine, like 1992. All right. Let's see what was huge when I was 12 and you were 9? Yeah. If I did my math yeah, correctly? Yeah, I was in second grade. All right, so here no, we go. I was, like, I think, 8. Okay, you, well, let's, let's get back to Mary being upset. Here we go. <laughs> Number ten is Wayne's World. Yeah. All right. Number yeah. number nine is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh god, <clears throat> so lame. Uh, I I remember seeing it back then. I remember liking it, but I haven't seen it since. The one with Keanu Reeves, right? Yes. Yeah, I and Gary Oldman has is Dracula. So, like it was so bad, it was funny just because Keanu Reeves is like trying to be all like elegant, but he's still like Keanu Reeves. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was it, it was fun to watch. It's just a stupid movie. Uh, number eight was Sister Act. Yeah. Number seven is A Few Good Men. I didn't see that, but that's like such a like dad type movie. Actually, what's funny is I took um, in high school. 
I don't know why I had to take this, but I had to take, uh, like, a government, like, uh, I forget what it's called. Like, how the government works class. I can't think what it actually was called. But that was one of the movies that they showed because it was like, here's how court works in the military. <laughs> so they showed us that. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I'm serious. Like, yeah, that was the only that's the only time I seen it was was in that class because they were like, this is about this is a it's a it's a it's a drama, but it's a court drama, but it's about the military. This is how the military court acts. This is a very boring but <clears throat> informative movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was interesting, but it was interesting because it's also a mystery. So it was like it was kind of oh, really? yeah, because it's about a murder and they're trying to figure out who murdered this guy in the military and they're really yeah. It's it's it's. I mean. Do you think I would like it? Um. Hmm. Do you like law procedurals more than just like sleuthing? No, not. Then really. you're not gonna like it then, because it's more no. about the the law side of <laughs> things. Movies, yeah, like, it's more like that than it is like going out and hunting clues and interrogating oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah it's true. more about like. Like oh you know we're interviewing witnesses for the case and well, what were you on this night and and stuff like that yeah it's all it's yeah. more of a courtroom drama than it is like a Columbo episode um, <laughs> all right so get ready to be upset number six take a guess just take a guess it's 1992 I'm telling you you're gonna be upset why, why would I be telling you you're upset because a certain movie is in number six. So what do you think but it is? In 1992. Yeah, so so it's a, it's a superhero movie. Superhero movie from 1992. Yeah. Yep. Was it like a Superman movie? Close. You're very close. At, uh, Batman. Yes, Batman Returns is number six. Oh yeah. Okay, that's fine. <clears throat> but, but they weren't like those. That's what I'm talking about. You have like one superhero movie in there. That's fine. Like, no, like if you went go to the list from like 2000. I plan on doing that. No, I plan on doing that. But let's finish this real okay. quick. So that's one superhero. That's fine. Okay. Uh, so number five is Lethal Weapon three. Uh, number yeah. f- number four is Basic Instinct. Uh, number three is Home Alone two, Lost in New York. <laughs> uh, number two is The Bodyguard. <clears throat> And number one was Aladdin. So you got a good mix of different genres in there. Okay, so you want me to look up? So let's do twenty. Let's see, twenty. Let's do twenty eighteen. Yeah. Okay. Twenty eighteen. I hope our I hope our listeners are enjoying this because uh, we're we're going an awful long time on this, but it's, <laughs> hopefully this is this is entertaining to someone. I'm I'm just trying to find it. There it is. Okay. Is this like the top? Like highest These are the highest movies. grossing movies of each okay. year that we have done so far. Okay. <clears throat> so here is the highest grossing films of 2018, all right? Number eight, no, no, number 10 was Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Uh, which was, uh, a, <laughs> so, you know, the Fantastic Beasts movies is the Harry Potter spinoff. No, but I do now. Okay. <laughs> I did not know there was a Harry Potter spinoff. Yeah, it was called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. So this oh, is the okay. this, this the sequel to that. <clears throat> um, like CGI fest. Um. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously, because yeah, those monsters don't exist in real life. Um. Okay, number nine was Deadpool two. Uh-huh. Um, which Deadpool is like my favorite comic hero of all time. 
Okay, number eight was uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. They made another one? There's like five or six of them. Actually, I think they're going to do the seventh one this year. Damn. Uh, number seven is Venom. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six is Bohemian Rhapsody. Which, which the, didn't that movie like win awards? And it won uh, Oscar. Got, like, just, like everyone who, who I've seen, who I've like known, who talked to, that's seen it, said it was terrible. Now, see, that's another case of what I call Spice Girl syndrome. It's like everyone hates this movie, but it made like a gazillion dollars. Yeah. So well, it's number six for 2018 for crying out loud. Like, <laughs> okay, but okay. So my point is, okay, you're right. People are out, but. If a movie comes out opening weekend, everyone's excited for it. They go see it. Then they're like, "That movie sucked." They tell all their friends, "Hey, this Bohemian Rhapsody movie sucks." Then everyone else is like, "Oh, okay, we're not gonna see it." The next yeah, week, it... go to the. You could have like, say you have ten people in a movie theater. Five of them love the movie. Five of them thought it sucked. That's still people going to see the movie. That doesn't mean that because people saw it that it was good that that it's unanimously either one thing or the other you know like you can walk out of a movie being like that sucked and the other people walk out and be like that was awesome right but I, i'm just saying I, I i just don't like when people trash something but they either secretly like it or they just didn't give it a shot and that's just my whole my whole rally cry of this whole thing that's the whole point i'm trying to make is i just don't like people who do that like i could easily give shit to I don't know what's okay. I don't know if you've been keeping up on this. There's a movie coming out called The Green Knight. It, yeah, it seems like a yeah. fancy ass kind of movie. Yeah, I could easily write that off. I could be like, that does not look like my my type of movie. That that looks so boring. It looks like it sucks. I'm just not gonna like it. I'm not gonna watch. But I haven't seen it, so I cannot say. It could be my. It could be my next favorite movie of all time. It could be the greatest thing ever. But I, I, I'm not going to trash talk it because I haven't seen it. So. Yeah, but okay, like, all right, let's like have this example. You, you, you're you aware of the movie Food Fight, right? The, anim- the animated one? Yeah. Okay, yes. Okay, let's pretend <laughs> that tomorrow the, the trailer, let's pretend Food Fight didn't exist and tomorrow there's a big trailer that drops and it's fucking Food Fight. Okay. And everybody is like, that movie's fucking awesome, dude. Would you look at that and be like, that looks good. I should give it a chance because other people like it. Or would you look at it instinctively go, that's not for me. It looks like shit. <clears throat> I would prob- I would definitely look at it and be like, that looks like shit. Yes. Yeah. So that's how I, that's how I've when they, like when I see like a trailer for Marvel, it's like, that looks like shit. You know, like I'm like it's not like I'm like secretly like, oh, that looks cool, but I'm going to pretend. No, I just, I, I, I I, okay. I don't know about we're talking about Bohemian Rhapsody, but yeah. it, <laughs> but it's the, when I saw the trailer, I thought it looked like shit. Okay, fair. Like I, it didn't. When I saw the trailer, it was like that doesn't look good. I will not see that because it does not look good. Okay. You know? All right. Well, all right. Here we go. Just to, I, I guess this is gonna prove your point. So here we go. You're. This is gonna be Mary is right. Here we go. You ready? Five through one. I'm just gonna rattle them off. Here we go. <laughs> Aquaman, Incredibles 2, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, Black Panther, and Avengers Infinity War. See? See what I'm talking about? 
like like back in like the 90s and like the 70s you had like a nice mix of genres that were going on at the time <clears throat> if you liked superheroes there was a batman movie for you but it wasn't every fucking movie like you know it was like oh wow and to be fair the batman movie batman's not my thing but the batman movie that tim burton made is that the same one did he make the one that we're talking the, about? The 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 ninety two one that I mentioned. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the, the Tim Burton's creative director. He's not like my type of director. I don't personally like his movies, but I will give him credit that he he's creative. And the the Tim Burton Batman's are probably the best Batman movies. They weren't because like Tim Burton actually did something more than just throw a bunch of fucking computer animation at the screen and and just pretty actors for the fuck of having pretty actors and make it all flashy and like bleh. he actually had like had a style and and you know like that's there's a big difference between tim burton's batman and aquaman 3 you know what i'm saying like like yeah big, I, I, big difference i guess so okay i was just curious because you know 2020 was such a shit show and like movies didn't exist and all that stuff <laughs> I was curious what the highest grossing movies of 2020 would have been considered. And one, two, three, four, five, six of the ten I've never heard of in my life. What are they? So, uh, Shockwave 2, uh, A Little Red Flower. <laughs> what? Uh, and I'm, okay, I'm, this is a, it's a foreign title. I'm going to butcher it, so I apologize in advance. Uh, Zhang Zaya was oh. number eight. And then, okay, Doolittle was number seven, but that, now, here's how bad of a year 2020 was. Doolittle got, like, terrible reception and, like, was bombed, like, its opening weekend. And it is number seven of the highest grossing films oh, of 2020. Like, that's how terrible of a year that was. You look desperate, stuck in quarantine. You want to just break down Red Doolittle? I'm so bored. And, uh, and, no, and like, Doolittle was, like, a January release. That was before, like, the pandemic was full-fledged. Who was in that? That was, like, a remake. That was... Dr. Doolittle is with uh, Robert Downey Jr. And oh, it was terrible. Like... It's terrible. Okay, number six was Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, oh, number five God. was number five was Tenant. Uh, four was Bad Boys for Life. Now we're now the top three are the ones I've never heard of. Uh, my people, my homeland. I don't know. Uh, number two was the Eight Hundred. I have no fucking clue what no, that is. No, I, I don't know what that the is. The number one movie, the number one highest grossing movie of twenty twenty. I've never fucking heard of this. It's called Demon Slayer, and then uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Kimisu no Yaba, the movie. Oh, the movie that that it deserved a movie movie adaptation. I think. Yeah, I don't know what this is. <laughs> Oh, okay. Wait, I clicked on the. Find these, I've never even heard of. I those. clicked on the. Where am I supposed to look to find these movies? Like, I clicked. Not that I, want, I mean, I don't know if they're any good, but. I clicked on the link for that Demon Slayer. It's an anime movie. Oh yeah. So the number one highest grossing movie of 2020 was a fucking anime movie. That is how terrible 2020 was. Okay, so you don't like anime, right? I'm not a fan of anime. No. Let's let anime like let's pretend that anime like just dominated everything. That's like how I feel about Marvel. It's like if you saw like a trailer for an anime movie, wouldn't you be like, oh no, 
I don't know because how many like fucking movies did um what's that guy's name Terrence Malick make every time a Terrence Malick movie comes out I'm not like aggravated or yeah, but that's getting... like one guy like well, I, but you know, I like... know but I mean he makes a shit ton of movies though so <laughs> yeah but he, Marvel is I mean we just goes to show on the list like superhero movies are like everywhere. It's like a fucking cancer. It's like everywhere you look, it's like, oh, Aquaman 3, Ant-Man, Wonder Woman, Iron Man, Avengers. You know, it's like, ah, fuck, how many guys? Like, there's too many of them. I don't know. I'm a fan of them. They can keep going as long as I care. That's that's, <laughs> that's, that's all I got to say. All right. Let's let's wind down here. Let's, let's calm down. Let's cool down. Let's go to the mixtape. All right. All right, Mary, you can go first this week. What you got? Um, hold up. I was trying... Oh, fuck. I had one. Now I can't remember what it was. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. I had one, and I was like, oh, that's definitely what it is. Oh, no. Okay, I remember now. Okay. My pick is um, Sally Simpson from The Who, because that song's been stuck in my head for, like, a week, <laughs> and I've been thinking about Tommy and how fucking nonsensical it is, and... Yeah, that's my pick. I like Sally Simpson. That's, okay. That's it. All right. I will. I'm not sure if I'm familiar. I'll have to listen to that have when I. Have you seen Tommy before? I feel like you've asked me this, and no. Yeah, no. Boy, howdy. It's, a, it's worth a watch, my friend. <laughs> okay. It's really bad. I might have to watch it because, I mean. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like confoundingly bad. Like, it's like you watch it, you're like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, I might have to check this out. I mean, not not only because of you, just it's something that's been kind of on my list anyway. Yeah, because I've there's a scene with Anne Margaret rolling around in beans. Because I had I heard about that scene actually. I remember someone bringing that up before. Yeah, it's like and it and it's not. It's just that she's just rolling around in beans and doesn't have anything to do with anything, and it doesn't <coughs> make a difference in the but, movie. It just happens. To be fair, that's like what a '60s movie, a '70s movie. No, but. It's a 70s movie, but when you see it, like, it doesn't, like, just trust me on this one. It doesn't have, it's, like, completely, like, out of the blue and, like, what? I've seen, like, a shit ton of movies from the 60s and 70s where 90% of the cast and crew were high on something and they just did shit for no reason. So, could this just be written off for that? Okay, no, this is, like, literally, picture Anne-Margaret in a white, elegant room wearing a white thing and she's all rich and she looks at the tv or she throws a champagne bottle into the tv and then out of the tv beans start shooting out (laughs) the room gets covered in beans and the beans keep shooting out of the tv and she's sexually rolling around and writhing in the beans and then Hmm. she gets like mounts a pillow and like writhing rubbing the beans on her face and then in the next scene there's not there's never any mention of the beans again it just happens Huh. Yeah, that's like, right. it's not like this, like, oh, I grabbed a can of beans and poured it on the floor. This is like a big scene that <laughs> put a lot of effort into. <laughs> like, well, like, what the fuck was that? I guess it meant something to somebody, so. 
right. I, I, I'm, I'm going to, you know what? Hang on. I have an ongoing, let me open that up. I got an ongoing list of movies that anytime it comes up, I, I have to add it to this list. Yes. So this is, I'm gonna add this. Will... I'm gonna add this to the list here. So Tommy, it's ridiculous. I put will... the who just in case I don't know what the hell that is. Okay, all right. My song uh, is also actually from a movie. Oddly enough, hmm. um, it is from. It is probably the only. Oh, actually, this was unintentional. I promise you. It was the only good thing to come from the Batman and Robin movie. Uh, was the soundtrack. And this song was, like, the main... Like, you know how every movie, especially superhero movies, they have, like, a main song? Yeah. This was, like, the main song for Batman and Robin. <clears throat> and it's one of my favorite Smashing Pumpkin songs. And it is the beginning is the end is the beginning. Um, And they did do this... They did a cool thing where they took the song. Uh, so this, this, this version I'm going to play here is the slow version. They did a fast version, like a fast up-tempo version, and that song's called The End is the Beginning is the End. So if you want to check that out, that's on YouTube. But my version is going to be the slow version because I think I like that more. Um, it's a little more moodier, a little more, I don't know, like it, it's it's more appealing to me personally. I like the slower version better. Uh, but I do enjoy the fast version, but I, I prefer the slow version. So uh, those are our picks for the mixtape. Uh, we're going to then take a break. Here's an ad, and then we'll be back. We'll be back. Mary, are you ready for this? I was going to surprise you, but let's do I'm just going to tell you now. You ready? Yeah, yes. The Vern sent the next chapter of his fanfic. Oh, yes. So we are going to read that after the break. Simpson announced that Sally couldn't go to the meeting. He went on cleaning his blue rose rush and she ran inside a weeping. She got to a romantic splash the picture of a new messiah. She picked up a book of her father's life and threw it on fire. She knew from the start deep down in her heart that she and Tommy were worlds apart. But her mother said, never mind, your part is to be what you'll be. The theme of the summer was come up to me and love will find a way. So Sally decided to ignore her dad and sneak out anyway. She spent all afternoon getting ready and decided she'd try to touch him. Maybe he'd see that she was free and talk to her this Sunday. She knew from the start, deep down in her heart, she and Tommy were worlds apart. But her mother said, never mind, your part is to be what you'll be. She arrived at six and the place was swinging to gospel music by nine. Group after group appeared on the stage and Sally just sat there crying. She bit her nails, looking pretty as a picture right in the very front row. Then a DJ wearing a blazer with a badge ran on and said, here we go. The crowd went crazy as Tommy hit the stage. Little Sally got lost as the police lost the crowd back. 
Sally just had to let him know she loved him and left up on the rostrum. She ran across stage to the spotlit figure and brushed him on the face. Tommy wore round as a uniform man threw her off the stage. She knew from the start deep down in her heart that she and Tommy were worlds apart. But her mother said, never mind, your heart is to be what you'll be. But she hit a chair and blood trickled down, mingling with her tears. Tommy carried on preaching and its voice filled Sally's ears. She caught his eye, she had to try, but he couldn't see through the lights. Her face was gashed and the ambulance men had to carry her out that night. As Tommy left the stage Little Sally was lost for the price of a touch And a gash across her face Sixteen stitches put a rod in her dad Said don't say I didn't warn you Sally got married to a rock musician She met in California
All right, Kristen, I am so excited that you've decided to do a podcast with me, but what are we going to do a podcast about? There's so many other movie podcasts. we got to do something original. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of Disney movies. What about something like that? That's just kid stuff. What do we want to do that for? Did you know that The Avengers is a Disney movie or that Pulp Fiction is a Disney movie? Pulp Fiction is not a Disney movie. It's technically owned by Miramax, which is part of Disney. We are still going to talk about the Disney animated movies, though, right? I thought you said that was kid stuff. Well, you know, I've got two kids. i got to be a good dad and stuff. So be sure to subscribe to the Walt Set Me Podcast, where we discuss the various subsidiaries of the Walt Disney Studio, including the animated movies. It's available on iTunes, Podomatic, and wherever you find great podcasts. And I swear, it's not kid stuff. Okay, we're back. Uh, so, to anyone who may be new to the show, several episodes ago, I don't even know how long ago, like two months, three months ago, I don't remember when this started, uh, Mary and I put a call out to our listeners to uh, write fan fiction of us, and uh, I, to anyone who's listening now, you still can do this, we're still open to this idea, the only thing is, do not make it super sexual, <laughs> please. And uh, try to be respectful. Otherwise, go crazy. Um, so uh, you can send all you can send any submissions to whatever Jason Soto at gmail dot com. Uh, our friend of the show, the Vern, uh, who was just on a couple of weeks ago, um, has been writing this very intricate, hilarious <laughs> fan fiction. Where Mary and I are detectives, and we're trying to solve to kind of to catch everyone else up. We're like detectives, and a museum was broken into, and a skull was stolen, and there's a girl that I'm in love with that uh, is probably going to end up being the thief. Uh, Mary's like a skeptic who is suspicious of everybody, and I think that's about all. And there's like a police chief that i think has it out for me if i remember correctly i should have i should have reread all these before this one but i didn't um so we're going to continue this um i think what this was because i'm noticing some different stuff here i think Vern wanted to read this while he was on the show with me and you but that was the 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 first week that you were stuck in columbia oh yeah yeah so um but he wanted me to read this anyway because uh, we were, I was supposed to do this last week and I forgot. Um, so we're going to go ahead and just plow through it. Uh, so I'm going to do probably majority of the voices and Mary's going to play herself. Um, here we go. Chapter 4. It's called The Curse of the Raptor Skull. Chapter 4. <clears throat> During our drive back, I turned on the radio. The news announcer had a really bad and weird accent. Accent. He put accent in there twice. Weird <laughs> accent, accent. I was recapping our adventure so far. So I think this is where Vern was supposed to step in. I think he was going to be a radio oh. announcer. So I'm going to try my best to do a good Vern impersonation. So here we go. Detectives Jason and Mary were hot on the trail of the raptor skull. After a failed attempt by Jason to flirt with the lady at the library that looked like Heather Graham, Jason cried for what seemed like day. What? <laughs> Oh, that's another thing. I have not read this. I have not read this. He emailed it to me, and I said, I'm not going to read it until the show. So I don't know what's going to happen. So that already surprised the fuck out of me. Okay. Now, hold on a minute. I didn't cry. I replied back. The announcer continues. 
and after Jason cried for day, thinking of what a loser he was for blowing his shot at the hottest girl he will ever meet, he decided to try hitting on his partner Mary, which sends him to the hospital <laughs> with two broken legs. <laughs> you know what? That that that's probably accurate. <laughs> no, you know what? Between between you and Jr. would probably well, you would take one leg, Jr. would probably take the other, and that would probably be what would happen. <clears throat> Not being able to have any self-confidence to even wake up in the morning. Jason then turns to heroin to help ease the pain. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I yelled. My life is not that bad. I have been with many wonderful... <laughs> and I was supposed to read this with Vern on top of that. Okay, so this is in the script. This next part I'm reading is in the script. Jesus Christ, I yelled. My life is not that bad. I have been with many wonderful and beautiful women. I would never turn to heroin ever. Mary responds. Well, he does have a point about you going to the hospital with two broken legs if you ever tried anything with me. <laughs> Radio announcer. Yes, dear listeners. It's true. Women get fed up with Jason for using a hard G sound in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> There is a hard G. I heard it. Many do, I yelled. Radio announcer continues. And despite his grasp on coming grammar, Jason still wants to have discussion on how dentists know if someone had recently sucked dick or not. (laughs) Oh, God. I love you just bringing up shit that we talked about on the show. That is amazing. Okay, Mary replies... Yeah, Jason, that is kind of weird. What? I'm not. I'm the only one that finds it fascinating that Dennis know if a patient has sucked dick or not. I say, driving to our next destination. Maybe as like a one to two minute conversation, but not for two, not like for two whole days. <laughs> Says Mary. Oh, you're over exaggerating. I say, laughing. <laughs> yes, I am. Radio announcer. Yup. Detective Jason Soto. Like, think about the sexual fantasies of dentists. And if that wasn't enough, he even had the nerve to give Wonder Woman '84 a good score. It wasn't that bad of a movie, I said. People were way too rough on that one. And that is true, goddammit. That was not that bad of a movie. (laughs) Radio announcer. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Jason Soto, who along with Mary, are looking for the raptor skull when they goddamn should know better to avoid this case at all costs. Wait a minute. What the hell is going on? Who is this? I ask out of my car radio system, which I'll admit was pretty strange. The voice in the radio changed, and I knew exactly who it was. My old partner Fred, or Inspector Claus, as he likes to be known. Stay off this case, Jason, says Fred. I'm warning you. What are you talking about, I replied. We haven't even... Don't bullshit me, yells Fred. We spoke with Miss Kensington at the library, and someone named Rocco called in that you harassed him at his place. It was a friendly visit to Rocco, that's all. A friendly visit. I say, trying to uh, trying me best to keep my cool. <laughs> a friendly visit, huh? Why would anyone want to get ba- get back into the mix of former drug dealers and pushers? You're not undercover anymore, says Fred. Okay, Fred, no bullshit. Do you remember Meg? I asked as I turned the car ra- car onto a small street where supposedly Frida, in case you forgot, Rocco's former lover lived. Wait, wasn't she that hot little junkie you hooked up with when you used to be a cop, said Fred. 
when she was off the shit, she was very she was a very different person. Very kind, very smart, and one of the best human beings around, I replied. Okay, so she gave great head. Good for you, answered Fred. Dude, don't be a dick. Just because she was attracted to me more than you. I wasn't attracted to her. Bullshit, Fred. Bullshit. When I was the first arrested, you had the hots for her. You were all very nice and kind, and the two of you became good friends. But the moment she told you that she wasn't attracted to you, you turned on her faster than Taylor Swift writes a song about an ex-boyfriend. <laughs> you, were, you were already in her circle and pretended to be part of her crew when she told me the news, Jason. I never had the chance. I put my fingers to my forehead and began massaging my temples, trying to calm the pain caused by this idiot. Fred, she told you on your first date that she wasn't attracted to you, but she genuinely liked you as a person and thought you were a decent guy. The moment she didn't want to fuck you is when you became an asshole, I explained. I should have just bribed her to blow me like all you other cops do, said Fred. Yeah, and do you remember what happened to those cops that did, I asked. Fred shakes his head no. Two guys from our precinct pre pre well pre pre prescient quit the force after they woke up and had their dicks missing, I said. What? Oh my god, that's the greatest thing ever. Wait, you don't mean officers Johnson and Johnson Fred? No relation, I replied, but yes, both of them had their peckers cut off while they slept, and neither one felt anything. Where their penis used to be was just a clear, small steel tube that they could pee out of. They quit the force right afterwards, didn't tell anyone why. Not sure of where they are living now, but I hope that they are living somewhere together. For something like this, you are going to need a friend. But if they never told anyone anything... How did you know about it? asked Fred. Because Meg told me what happened, I said. And you didn't arrest her right away? Those cops were racist scums and they deserved a lot worse than what they got. A lost worst, I say. The car pulls up to a big house right behind that is a nice sized lake, Mary says. We're here. So glad I got to hear the stimulating conversation between two friends. <laughs> I look at her coldly and say, we are not friends. So you think Meg is behind the missing raptor skull, said Fred? Well, not directly, I say, but she could be in danger if Frida knew about her. How so, said Fred. I began fiddling with the knobs, making it look like I was getting bad reception. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Fred. I'm sorry. This is a re... But art, no cell top. Here, I got lit. You go, but tall soon. Bye. Stuttering my voice as I spoke. Jason, you asshole, don't you dare hang up on me. I'm going to find you and arrest you, yells Fred. I flip the switch of, and Mary just sits there and smiles. She raises her fist in the air and does her best Dr. Claw impersonation from Inspector Gadget. Time gadget next time. Meow doing my best impersonation of the cat from the from the that show. <laughs> you really think your friend is in trouble? She was the main person responsible for putting Lou away for a long time, I said. When Frida found out that she was the key witness, she vowed revenge. She knew that her and I were close at one point. 
I need to talk to her to find out what she knows. There is no way I'm going to let Fred know anything either because I'm pretty damn fucking sure that Frida is tracking his ass too. Are you worried that Frida is tracking you too? I don't care that she is because I have no idea of where she is, I answer. I hope that she could give us some hints to maybe where she thinks she last saw her. Won't the bad guys be looking for you there? Don't worry, sugar pop. I'll be back before you can say blueberry pie. I say in my best Bruce Willis voice. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is a very puzzled Mary. Um, it's um a quote from Pulp Fiction when Bruce Willis leaves to go get back his gold watch. I say, Mary. <laughs> 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 Next line's yours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jeez, Ryder. Who can you get who can you get more tacky than that? Says Mary. Quoting, quoting lines from a movie that I already stole from in ninety four. Very original stuff. <laughs> I actually don't mind Paul Fiction. It ain't my favorite, but it's a good movie. Okay, well, Vern, come on. You know that Pulp Fiction is like my number one favorite movie of all time. <laughs> come on, Vern. Get with it. I say walking towards the house. I like Pulp Fiction, too. Hey, we agree. Yay. Awesome. Uh, I said we agree. I'm happy we agree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary, Mary walks with me and asks. Does Frida know you're coming? Uh, nope. I say as I get up to the front gates. Surrounding the house on the upper deck is four armed guards. At the front gate, I see at least two. No idea on how many are inside. Mary pulls me away from the house. Jason, do you have any weapons of any kind? Uh, nope, not a single thing, I answer. Pretty cool, huh? Cool, cool. You're gonna, So you're going to get me killed? Says a very concerned and rightfully scared Mary. No, no, no. This is going to be a badass moment. <clears throat> this will be one of many badass moments that happen in this book. I, says Jason. Says I. Says Jason. Says I. What? What? Vern? Okay. Anyway. You don't know that. Mary said. You could be hurt really bad. I could be hurt really bad. We have been doing a lot of talking in this story, and now it's time for some action. We had some foreplay. Now it's time to fuck. Oh my god. Okay. I want to pause for a second. At the beginning of this, I said, <laughs> be respectful and no sexual situation. <laughs> I made that loud and clear. Okay, back to it. I say as I get myself psyched up for the action. I think I'm going to sit this one out, Jason. Says Mary as she starts heading back to the car. I run after her and grab her. Mary turns around and almost decks me. Trust me, Mary, you won't get killed, I plead. There may be some bruises and maybe a cut here and there, but you will not be killed. How do you know this? You have no proof that we will be absolutely safe. I calmly say, Mary, in all of our adventures, have you ever been killed? Mary. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Mm-mm. Okay, I'll take that. Then why should now be any different, I ask? <sighs> I'm not sure, Jason. I know that you trust the writer, but I'm not sure if I do. This is your chance to be the badass I know you could be, Mary. You will be the best woman in the world. There will be action figures, a possible spin-off of you. This is going to be fucking awesome. 
Uh, yeah, I'm gonna sit this one out, Jason. <laughs> Says Mary, walking to the car. But as soon as she gets clo- she gets close to the car, all four tires go flat at the exact same time. Oh, what the fuck? Wow, that is bad timing, I say. Gee, you better, I guess, come with me since tires are flat. No, I'll just wait in the fucking car. <laughs> Says Mary as she reaches for the car no door. That I I'll I'll take it. I love it. The handles fall off. Oh, fucking hell, you Trump dildo douche twad pop tart fuck tart narrator. <laughs> In the distance, I hear a pack of angry wolves are heard and are advancing on us. <laughs> really, burn wolves? We're gonna have to. We're gonna have wolves in here. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Keep going. <clears throat> you were such a. I don't. No, but you should hopefully come up with a word to describe what a fucking bad writer you are. <laughs> oh come on, Mary! I say as I walk toward the heavily guarded house. It looks like you have. I mean, we have no choice but to proceed. Mary reluctantly joins me. Look, I don't know about you, but I, for one, can't wait for the next chapter. Finally, we are going to get some fucking action, and the story relay could use an action sequence. Something that shows that I'm a fucking badass and can kick all sorts of ass. Hmm, maybe if I do good in this, I can meet up with that sexy Mrs. Kensington from the library in chapter 2. I can't wait to have a sex scene with her. Having those lips kiss and touch every part of me? My hands and mouth caressing every inch and curve of that body. Oh man, I'm getting so aroused, but I have no way of release. Good thing I have this gun here. I'm going to release all of my load on some bad guys because America! Stay tuned for the awesome epic action sequence next chapter. Wow. Well done, Burn. Well done. Bravo. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. That was fucking amazing. That was the best one yet. I'm spent. I'm done. I'm supposed to do another podcast in like an hour and a half. I don't know if I can do it. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) Oh my god, Vern. You topped yourself. I didn't think it was possible, but you topped yourself. Oh my god. Oh my god. Now I wish we could have done that with him here. Damn. I know. But I think I did a pretty good Vern impersonation. I think that was pretty... I was just about to say that. When you started, I laughed so hard. I was like, that is the most spot on... Yeah, you do a very good impression of Vern. Thank you. Thank, thank you very much. That was, uh, thank you very much, Mary. I very appreciate that. I very appreciate that very much. I don't know. He's like I, I think I don't know. It's just something about his his his, his accent and his uh his slant of talking just makes it so easy to do. And this is this is this is out of love and respect for the Vern. I absolutely love and adore that guy. So this is not yeah, not to be yeah, mean or anything. Yeah. This I'm is this yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Exactly. Vern, you are awesome. We love you yeah, so much. Thank you so you much. Thank you so much for thinking of us and doing that. Uh, you know what? We'll make a deal. Vern, when you get the next chapter written, even no matter what's happening, you are going to be on with both of us. We're yes. going to do this. We got to do this. Yeah. 100%. And then I'm going to have you just be the narrator, and then I'll be me, and Mary will be her. So we got to we gotta make that happen. Okay. <laughs> we got to wrap up the show. There's nothing we can say after that could top that. So here we go. 
Whatever with Jason Soto is hosted by me, Jason Soto, and my co-host, Mary Mitchell. I can be found still at Twitter at Famous Comedian, on Instagram at WhatevsJason, or you can email the show at WhateverJasonSoto at gmail.com. Ooh, excuse me. Wow. Was that audible? Probably was. I apologize. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I just, I didn't know if that was audible. I burped very loudly. Uh, our Facebook group is full of naughty fun. You should go check it out at facebook.com slash groups slash whatever with Jason Soto. And you should go to rabbitholepodcast.com and check out the other shows that I produce. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Oh my god, why am I burping so much now? What the hell? Yeah, you... Okay, hang on. Let me try to get this out. Oh, okay. They get like rhythm. Like. The rhythm's gonna get you. The rhythm's gonna. <laughs> That's what I thought of when you said that. I don't know why that popped to my. What that made me think of that. Okay. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Uh, we're man. I keep trying to make this a professional podcast. I'm trying to become nationwide, and here I am, fucking burping through the exit lines. And whew, eat your heart out, Joe Rogan. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, you can find this podcast on places. Uh, the mixtape intro song was made by friend of the show, Lackey, uh, who you can find on his SoundCloud page at soundcloud.com slash lovewithoutsound. The beginning and ending song is Liam Lynch's United States of Whatever from the album Fake Songs. Uh, I'm still trying to get Liam Lynch on the show, and now I got a new goal. I'm trying to get the lead singer of Eve 6 to come on the show. Now, oh the, the reason why I'm trying to do that is because... A day or two ago, he went on Twitter and he says, I will go on your podcast. And so I've been messaging this guy like crazy saying, hey, okay, uh, let's do this. Come on my show. Let's fucking make this happen. And he has not responded. So contact. The one that you have the, the Twitter. Yes. 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 <laughs> that would be very interesting. I, yes, I know. I know. I Ooh, I want this to happen. So we want the guy from Eve Six to come on, and we want Liam Lynch to come on. If they come on together, that'd be that'd be fucking. Oh, man. oh my god! That would, Whew. That'd be freaking amazing. That my my mind would probably explode. Uh, the show is made possible thanks to our Patreon members. Patreon. I'm gonna give you a round of applause. Chris R. from AfterCredits.com. Thank you so much, Chris R. Uh, the Vern. I thank the Vern very much. Thank you very much, Vern. Uh, thank you very much. From that Summer Recall. Uh, please go check out Summer Recall. Uh, the Vern and I are doing uh, Holland Drive all this month over at Summer Recall, so go check that out. Uh, Bill Zaney from Top 5 A through Z. Thank you so much, Bill yeah, Zaney. Uh, Big Mike Mendez, thank you so much, Mike. I love your support. Thank you so much. Uh, the mysterious benefactor known as Silent Partner. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Aaron, thank you so much, Aaron, for yes, being a supporter. Aaron, thank thank you. you. You are awesome. I, I'm. Uh, I didn't know you a couple months ago, and now I'm getting to know you because of the Discord and Facebook. And you are just Isn't a. She awesome? She's amazing. I completely. I yeah, you're cool, Aaron. Thank you so much for the support. Teddy, thank you so much, Teddy. I thank you for your. And our brand. Our still our, I want to say he's brand new, or he or she is brand new until we get a new one. Our brand new Patreon member, Nimrod Forrest. Thank, thank you so you, much. Nimrod. I don't know who you are, but yeah. I really like you. We're, yeah, we're very. It, you know what? We, I almost like the mist mystery of it. 
it. But I also yeah. I really want to know who it is too. So I'm I'm torn. So uh, if you want to be a badass like these guys, you can support us by going to patreon.com slash whatever with Jason Soto. And only $3, you get early access to episodes and bonus content. And, like, we're going to be doing Patreon-only shows in, like, a little bit here. So go go do that. Three bucks a month. Like a little measly doll. Yeah, come on. Like, yeah, you can do that. All right, uh, Mary. Thank you so much for for <laughs> thank uh, you for, for putting up with this. Awesome yeah, for putting up with me and me yelling at you about Marvel movies and. Uh... <laughs> we were yelling at each other about Marvel. Movies. Yeah, that's true. Honest. That's true. That's true. But but here, wait. Here's the important thing to everyone out there who's worried about arguments. We're still friends at at the end of this. This is what we do. This is yes. Like the basis of our friendship it's like you know we still respect each other i still love mary mary i guess likes me uh <laughs> still love you too. and even though you like Marvel. yes even though yes and you know we can still have arguments and disagreements and we're still friends at the end of it so that's the important takeaway you should get from this you know why? because we're not petty little bitches that exactly don't like, people like with different opinions in in all fairness in the wider scope of things Marvel movies do not even matter. Like, you know what I mean? No. Yeah. Like, we're just arguing just for entertainment, just for a podcast. But reality, it doesn't mean shit. Like, like I'm not going to lose a friendship over a fucking Marvel movie, okay? So, it's fine. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. If you don't like it, it's fine. It works for Siskel and Ebert, the, the uh, dichotomy. Is yes. Uh, I, I think so. That sounds right. I'm going to say yes. Let's, Let's say yes say and yes. move on. So anyway, Mary, thank you so much for being here. Thank, thank you for being a friend. friend. <laughs> and if you threw a party, <laughs> yes, you indeed. Everyone knew. One thing we got to do if we ever meet up is we got to play my Golden Girls Clue. Oh my fuck! You have a Golden Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, yes I do. So I, yes. I'm bringing that with me to. I'm just gonna say. Is that the one that you? I remember you doing a thing. Yes, I reviewed it. I reviewed it. Yes, yes, yes. Why did they do? I have no fucking clue what they did to the guys, Neff. (laughs) I don't understand. What the hell? I don't understand, but I have it. So, yes, we're gonna play that when we meet up. So, all right, hey everyone out there listening, thank you for thank you for listening. Um, I hope you guys are staying safe, staying healthy, uh, and just be careful going out in the world. And keep your head in the clouds and your feet in the mud. Adios. This is is my new 90s goodbye that I'm going to do. Sayonara, suckers. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Yeah. I like it. That's my new send-off. Okay. It is so. Because this is my United States or whatever. And this is my United States.